Right, so we're going to have a look at some of the, the Halloween and scare attraction related news uh, for the 2021 season. Joining us today, as well as the usual Sam, Ryan and myself, uh, we actually have Ashley from Scare Directory. Uh, Ashley, if you want to give yourself a little introduction. Hi, yeah, I'm, I'm Ashley. I run the website Scare Directory. Um, and yeah, I'm here to just talk about everything scare related, really. Wonderful. And Sam, you're here as well. I am. Sorry, I couldn't get myself off mute then. I am. I'm here. Hi, everyone. It's me. You know who I am. At Coast of Sandburg on Insta, yeah? Yeah, do it. And I never get the privilege of introducing the one and only Ryan from Theme Park Loopy himself. <laughs> no, thanks very much, Brett. It's uh, me, Ryan, from Theme Park Loopy. And uh, it's a privilege, as always, to be on the podcast. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. Are we talking, sorry, to the Ryan from Theme Park Loopy right now? Right now, it is actually the Ryan from Theme Park Loopy. Yeah, I know, it's incredible. Oh my gosh, oh my yeah. gosh. And, and wait, hang on, Brett, we've got to give you an intro. Ladies and gentlemen, the number one, not only independent theme park graphic designer, model extraordinaire, incredible theme park merch collector, and technically hoarder. <laughs> um, Definitely it's hoarder. the wonderful one and only, ladies and gents. You don't need Ryan anymore because we've got Brett. It's Brett <laughs> from Theme Parks by Brett. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. You said uh, model extraordinaire in the middle of that. That's because I make models of things. I don't think that's because I'm actually a model. But thanks anyway. I'll I'll take it. And and if, if people just take it as I'm a model, then then cool. That's that's good. Right. So let's talk about some of the the Halloween related news that that's been coming through. Uh, obviously, we're still a little bit unsure about this year as it comes at us, like 2020.2. So one of the things that came through the news today was actually Zombie Infection have announced their new Manchester event that's going to be called Finish the Fight. Now it does seem that a lot of the Zombie Infection attractions seem to kind of overlap and their their stories seem to be interconnected and stuff like that so i wonder if this is some kind of finale event of sorts for for zombie infection uh, that'll be quite an interesting thing to to look at another attraction that's kind of popped out of nowhere in kent um it's called the bloody hive they've actually started looking for actors already really early in the season um but the bloody hive an interesting new theme or a new concept for a new attraction Kent based would quite interesting to look at as well. Um, and speaking of new events, one of the new events that have just popped up out of nowhere and we still know nothing about it whatsoever was a new event in Cardiff. Um, this event popped up on Instagram randomly a week or two ago uh, called Scarefields. They've now got a holding page on their website uh, a logo has appeared on a Facebook page, stuff like that. We, we're still not entirely sure, but having worked at a Wales-based event myself, it's actually one of the only ones left in Wales. So uh, the more the merrier, really, in the in the Welsh Department of Scares. I think that'll be really interesting. And one thing I really want to talk about with you guys, um, news-based, is, is a new indie horror film that's been announced recently called The Last Retreat. Now, this has been done by the guys from Scream Camp, but also in conjunction with Dean of the Dead. Now, Dean of the Dead is actually a hot sauce, a horror-themed hot sauce. So how those two companies came to, to mash together and come out with some kind of horror film. Of course, Scream Camp were the guys behind the incredible overnight event, The Retreat. Um, so we're wondering, is is it based on, on something like that? Will it follow the same storyline for those that 
that have seen the retreat and had the privilege of being able to get to will will it follow the same storyline will it you know maybe be a follow-on something along those lines so i'll be really interested so going back to the the zombie infection have any of you guys ever done any of the zombie infection uh, no, I haven't, but Stephen's done a number of them. So so I should explain that we've got three people behind Scare Directory. It's myself who does the website stuff and visits lots of attractions. Stephen also does a number of reviews. And then Josie also comes along a few times um, to some of the other events. So Stephen's done a few zombie infections and he's had a blast at the ones he's done. Thoroughly enjoyed them. And I think what's different about zombie infection and some other zombie events is that there is that underlying story they all link together in some form of way and i need to kind of I, part of me wants to start at the beginning and go through all of them and see the sto- story emerge and evolve but yeah i've not done any but steven sort of thoroughly enjoys the uh, sort of events and i need to get to one once lockdown's over if someone's listening who's never heard of it before could someone like to walk us through what what would someone expect from that event um, ash you probably i was gonna say ash you probably yeah. know more about that than me uh, i have yeah I- done one i think but i still feel like you probably would know more <laughs> Cool. Yeah, and I, and I am telling this story secondhand from like talking to Stephen and reading his reviews. Um, but essentially, um, it's um, zombie event. Um, you know, zombie catastrophe has happened. Um, you're geared up with like your ammunition and all the stuff you need to sort of face the zombies. Um, and you know, you have to sort of save the day or solve whatever the problem is at that specific site and as i say that i believe there's different stories at each site so you might have different missions different tasks um i think there's an element of sort of team-based stuff where you have to work with others in your team and you know the end result is that you know you, you save yourself and that's my understanding of it again i have to just highlight that i've not been myself so i'm kind of saying this second hand the really cool thing about uh, zombie infection events they actually have loads of different venues all across uh, the uk some of them uh, uh, old prisons. I believe this current one, the finish the fight in Manchester, is actually in an old courthouse. So they they vary the the venue as well. You won't have the same experience twice. So all these events not only interlock in terms of story, but they are completely individual venues as well, which will make it quite interesting. I'd imagine to to go to multiple ones. How will this work from a social distancing perspective then? So um, Stephen went to one when we kind of had like the freed up period in the summer last year. And yeah, it was face masks on, maintain your social distance unless you're in like a household bubble. They were able to make it work. So, you know, with your weapons and stuff, you can keep a distance and still do the event. I'm assuming there was a technique to, you know, and again, not having been, I'm not sure if you get bitten or like, you know, something happens to say that you're infected. But yeah, so it was face masks and social distance and it, and it apparently worked very well. Um, and the team were very good at kind of, if you were to get too close, move people apart, like, and keep it within the story. So it didn't seem like it was completely abstract to the um, actual event that's taking place. That's actually quite interesting. Keeping social distancing, but in context of a story, I guess, you know, an actor, a military form of actor can, you know, keep telling people to keep back or keep away from each other. Maybe they could write it into the story as to why you have to keep separate from each other. Mm. Uh, We'll talk about this as well, um, about virus related stuff in in another podcast we'll we'll release shortly but um how do we feel just really briefly about that virus theme do we think that you know it it works regardless of the ongoing situation personally i think they can go ahead um it's a tough one i think you're gonna have to be careful i i know that i wouldn't be offended or bothered by it 
But, you know, if I'd lost someone to COVID, I might have a completely different view. So I think if I was creating an attraction, I'd probably skip it for a year or two as an idea. But boy, when when it's a bit more socially acceptable to do one, you could have some fun. Yeah, I just wanted to sort of chime in there and, and second that really, Ash. I think there's there 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 is going to be a bit of tiptoeing around certain subjects and and uh and especially things to do with viruses and deadly diseases and things especially after the the crazy year we've with the roller coaster of a year we've all had but there's also got to be a bit of a sense of of realism here with people going to a to a scare attraction yes covid was horrendous and i'm not i'm not taking anything away from 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 that um but let's let's separate the two in terms of a zombie style attraction you're talking about the fantastical idea of someone dying and coming back to life due to some sort of uh whatever you want to call it disease issue um sure if you want to use the word virus then yes which is completely mythical and nonsensical in no real world could it happen so i think yes definitely using certain buzzwords and certain perhaps areas of a theme that relates to that you, they, they must be careful um moving forward in the next couple of years but a zombie theme in general where people are dying and coming back to life i really i really think that people will surely be able personally to be able to see okay well this is like a a fantasy idea just the same as kind of flying you know what i mean or am i am i do you guys agree or do you think i'm being kind of uh, a bit brash yeah i think the whole the virus idea comes a lot from like 28 days later because a lot of people consider that to be uh, a zombie film but it's not actually a zombie film. They never really call it a zombie film. It's a film about a virus. And then people who come back kind of resemble zombies. But if you're going to go back to like original type zombie films, it's people who rise from the dead. I don't think they really even get into how it happens and why it happens. It just happens, doesn't it? So I think if you kind of keep it quite tight and it's just about zombies, then I think that's one thing. I think if you make a big deal about it being a virus, etc., then I think you're potentially going into territory where you might have a few issues, I think. Exactly. I think it's it's all about avoiding those crazy buzzwords that the media have used and that we've all experienced this year um, and just keeping it loose and not as you said, not necessarily explaining how the the zombies came about, but just there are now zombies and zombies are scary and we need to get away from zombies and focus on everything else that surrounds a zombie theme as opposed to the the method of how they became zombies. And I think that's one way that uh, attractions could do it this year. Yeah, and I think the, the question is, and it's like, you know, a lot of things, when is it too soon to do something? Like, I think you can make quite a terrifying, and this has always been like something, I think real medical stuff, things that can really happen is probably the most terrifying scary attraction experience you could have. You know, crazy um, zombies and stuff, it's not real. But if you do something that's genuinely like, you know, a virus, like there's something in that. And again, you wouldn't want to do it anytime soon, but there's definitely something in like, um, you know, hospitals and things that people can relate to. But it's probably not the time or the place to do it anytime soon. Yeah, I think, I think you know, um, we'll talk about this more uh, in another podcast in a little bit more depth so we can get, you know, in, in, into the meat of it a little bit more on, on what we actually individual think of, you know, these different themes and stuff. But one other thing I really want to talk about is this, this 
indie horror film that's just popped out of nowhere from the Scream Camp guys. Uh, but not only from Scream Camp, but alongside a hot sauce company. So, Ash, you actually did the retreat, which was made by uh, some of the people actually involved in this film. Do you think that you could give us a little insight into what you experienced at the retreat? And, and maybe did you see any potentials for, a, you know, a, a low budget film in there? Yeah, so reading the blurb that there is out there on the last retreat, it looks like it's like going to like a found footage type film. And I think that would lend itself really well to the, the, the type of attraction this is. You get picked up by your Uber driver. You get taken to a mysterious location that you don't know. So so context is you get a point, you don't know where it is. Yeah, as I mean, from, from coming from myself who, who literally designs or has previously designed overnight attractions, um, the idea of turning that story into a film it, is amazing. I'm actually really excited about this. Um, have you other guys got any other thoughts about this? I absolutely love horror movies. I mean, first of all, I love any kind of immersive horror event in general. Um, I've previously been, um, you know, uh, had had my time as within within scare attractions, working within scare attractions, acting and, and such. Um, and uh, in general, I'm a bit of a horror movie um, boy. I quite I quite like a like, like like a horror film. So the idea of this is kind of combining the world of scare attractions and, and live theatrical immersive events and turning that into into an awesome movie like fan fiction low budget film it's like the merging of like cinema and live events and horror i think it's so cool and um it'd be great it actually it's such an interesting idea because if these guys can pull it off then it then it begs the question of well how far could you take that think about all the amazing scare attractions we've had uh, across the uk uh, for for how many years some of which have had incredible in-depth awesome stories that you think man this could make such a good horror movie well how, how far could you take that idea you know what what's the next attraction or next horror maze or uh, horror experience that would be worthy of its own movie I think it's really cool. It's really brave what they're doing. I totally respect it. And I absolutely can't wait to see what the outcome is. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really interesting one to, to kind of see come to life. Um, obviously, at the minute, I assume their ideas are slowed down a little bit with restrictions here and there. But um, as soon as restrictions are lifted a little bit more and we start seeing this film come to life, I think it'll be really interesting to follow as well. Um, there were guys called Scare Rooms, Ash, you might know about these, uh, who actually went around and filmed overnight events. I don't know why the retreat didn't contact Scare Rooms to see if they get together and, and, and film it. Uh, they might have already had the film already done, if that was the case. I, do, I, I remember ages ago following Scare Rooms, and uh, I, I used to be an avid... I used to sit there and watch the full hour and a half you know, thing and think back when they did it at Alton Towers and it was it was around about the time I must have been like 15, 14, 15 and uh, I remember all I wanted to do was experience a scare room but hadn't quite saved I tried to save up all year to get it but I didn't I didn't eventually manage to manage to save enough but um so I remember I remember avidly watching it and thinking this is so cool that they set up such a professional almost kind of like such a professional shoot they've sort of got their gopros which serve as eyes in the skies in there uh what was his name andrew 
Oh, Andrew Georgiadis was the, the main guy the who filmed it all. Dr. Andrew Georgiadis, if he's listening, he, he'd get offended if I didn't say doctor in front of it. <laughs> I definitely remember watching their, their videos. And um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's so funny. I wonder what they're doing now. Are they still going around? Sc- I mean, I'd be so interested to get them on the podcast as well and just see what they're doing. And actually, after all their times of doing different scare rooms, I wonder if they have any ideas of what, makes a good or bad scare room and what they would do if they created their own one that's definitely an interesting uh thing i'll i'll give andrew a, a message to see if he can uh sort something out maybe maybe in a future episode um ash have you seen any of the the scare rooms related stuff and and i know for a fact that that when they came to to psychotel they actually put it together as a film and then put it to the rain dance film festival uh, do you think that maybe this found footage could be almost on a similar on a similar note to the scare room stuff, but obviously in a, in a more theatrical way? Yeah, so scare room stuff. Um, actually, when I was researching Scare Directory, um, when I first started looking into all this sort of stuff in a lot of detail, um, scare rooms. I watched a lot of them. Um, I'll be honest, I didn't watch a full hour plus. I sort of skipped through key bits in the show. Um, and then I also watched um, the, um, is it Andrew, the the, like, the main guy? Um, I saw him, uh, I watched all his, like he did like a road trip of like scare attractions and stuff. And, you know, I was, I was doing all this kind of research before I launched the website. Anyway, back to the important point. Scream Camp Last Retreat, it absolutely could work as like kind of, uh, even like a fly on the wall kind of thing. So, um, when we stayed there, there was clearly cameras in in the room. Well, oh, we felt there were cameras. There could have just been audio, but we felt there were cameras in the room. Um, so, you know, we knew that we could be seen and that could be used. You know, what happens on the other side of the retreat? You know, could you see what all the bad people are seeing? What are they doing? What are they thinking? How are they planning to like, you know, disrupt this couple's night? There's so much potential in um in that and i think the whole sort of found footage and the fact that you know you're at the retreat but you have missions so you do leave the building at points in the night there's things could happen in there and oh so much you could do with the idea um i think yeah i think there's a lot of weight in it and if it does well who knows what could come next for you know not only the retreat people um you know other people who like, have scare events like like you were talking about um well, so many attractions I've been to that you could like make into a story, even like short films, like if they're just like 10 minute long movies, there's things you could do. Well, I think that about about pretty much does it. <laughs> well, it's it's a little bit early for Halloween news at the moment, but seeing as we had Ash from Scare Directory on, we wanted to, you know, give it a go and talk about it. But I'm sure that in the future we'll have Ash back and we'll talk about more Halloween news as it comes about. And I'm sure we'll hear more probably around June, July, won't we? I think we'll start seeing more news, I'd imagine. Yeah, and I think, I think you know, everything's looking positive regarding, like, the vaccine and, you know, we're, we're, there's light at the end of the tunnel. So I think we will see, you know, a lot more announcements than we did last year. And I think, you know, I think... And the fact that some of the attractions went ahead last year, I think there's absolutely... Um, yeah, I think more people will at least take the risk to sort of try and go ahead this year than they maybe did last year. Okay, so that about wraps it up for... Uh, the 2021 current Halloween news. Uh, we will be going through some more Halloween-related stuff throughout the year as we get a little bit more closer to it. But we will be having another podcast where we'll be talking to Ash from Scare Directory as well about uh, current affairs with the COVID situation and how that might affect Halloween 
So join that other podcast to have a listen to what we've got to talk about there.